Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve sallallahu ve barak ala al-ashrafil anbiya ve mursilin nebina Muhammed ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellem teslima kathira. Ama ba'd. Elhamdülillah in our previous lessons we discussed the muqaddimah, the introduction of Falafatul Usul, where we went through the Arba Masail, the four issues that were mentioned by Shaykh al Islam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab. And these four Masail were the Masala of Il, Al Amalu Bihi. So we mentioned, first and foremost, that all four of these things are an obligation upon every individual, an obligation upon everyone. So it's an obligation upon everyone that they have knowledge. And the ilm is an obligation upon every single individual. Acting upon that ilm, likewise, is an obligation. Calling to that which you are acting upon and that which you know is an obligation. And thus, as well, the sabr, the patience that the person must engage when being a caller, when being a caller to khayr, is likewise an obligation. And so we go on to, as is the way of Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah and the Imma of Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah Amuman, and the way of Shaykh al Islam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, Khususan. And it, as is the way of Ahlul Sunnah, the scholars from Ahlul Sunnah generally, and Shaykh al Islam, Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab, specifically, is that he goes on to mention the Adilla. And so what you find in his books, Rahimahullah, is that he may mention a point and mention a proof for it, a statement, whether it be from the Quran, whether it be from the Sunnah, whether it be from the statement of one of the A'imma. But he also always mentions something from the Nusus. And no doubt this is the way of the people of Sunnah. They attach the people to the, to the text, to the Sunnah, to the, to the Book of Allah and the Sunnah, the Messenger of Allah. They attach the people to the understanding of the Salaf. That's why they mention the Athar of the Salaf as well. And so, for these four Masail, Shaykh al Islam, Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, he mentions, بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواسوا بالحق وتواسوا بالصبر. And he mentions the proof for this, like for these four مسائل as we mentioned previously. In the statement of Allah تبارك وتعالى بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصر. By time, indeed, all of mankind are in loss. Except for those who believe and do righteous actions and enjoy the truth to one another, enjoy the affair of patience to one another. So Sheikh Zaid, he mentions, وَاسْتَدَلَّ مُعَلِّفْ رَحِمُهُ اللَّهِ عَلَى حَاذِي مَسَائِلْ بِقَوْلِ اللَّهِ عَزَ وَجَلْ وَالْأَرْسْرِ إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَفِيخُسْرِ And so the author himself, he brings us a proof for these other Messiah, as we mentioned, the 
سورة أو سورة العصر and within this أقسم الله بزمان على أن كل إنسان خاسر إلا من اتصف بأربع صفات and so by way of this Allah سبحانه وتعالى first and foremost he swears by time he swears by time itself and no doubt this is something which is understood that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone is able to swear by the creation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is able to swear by the creation. As for us, as the creation ourselves, then it's upon us to swear by Allah. It's upon us to swear by Allah. And so Allah ta'ala swears by time that every single individual from mankind are in loss except for the ones that adhere and have these four sifat, these four characteristics. As sifatul ula, the first of these is al-iman. وَهُوَ عَمَلُ الْقَلْبِ وَتَصْدِيقَ الْجَازِمْ بِكُلِّ مَا يَجِبُ الْإِيمَانَ بِهِ مِنْ دِينِ الْإِسْلَامِ بِكَافَةِ مَرَاتِبِهِ And so, the first of them is iman. The first name is Iman. And that the person, and Iman is the affair that comes, no doubt, from the heart begins with that which you believe in the heart and that which you have affirmed in the heart. And that you have the, the, when it comes to the affair of Iman, that you have the sure belief in this affair of Islam and the deen of Islam. And this is an obligation, no doubt. And you believe in all the levels of Islam. Sheikh Ahmed al-Najmi, he mentions in relation to this affair of Iman being mentioned for the delil for these four masail and the delil for ilm. He, rahimahullah, he mentions that Iman is mentioned here in the ayah and it's a delil for ilm because the one that has Iman cannot have Iman except by way of knowledge. The person cannot have Iman, cannot believe in Islam and the reality of Islam except that he has knowledge of Islam and its reality. And so, hence why, this is why it mentions amanu, and he said for those who believe. And those who believe based upon ilm, based upon ilm al-shari'i, ilm al-na'fi, beneficial knowledge. Thereafter, I mentioned the Sivat al-Thaniya, the second is Amr al-Salihat bil-Jawarih. And so, the second characteristic that is mentioned is the righteous actions upon the limbs. وَيُرَادْ بِهَا هَا هُنَا الْأَعْمَالَ ظَاهِرَ مِنَ الصَّلَاةِ وَالصَّوْمِ وَالزَّكَاءِ وَالْحَجْ وَالْجِهَادِ وَطَلَبُ الْعِلْمِ وَأَمْرُ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَالنَّهِرِ مُنْكَرِ والدعوة إلى الله عز وجل إلى غير ذلك من أعمال التي نعم يزاول الأهل الإيمان والإسلام على هدى من الله من الله والإحسان بجوارح بجوارحهم. and so the second affair is the عمل الصالحات that the person performs the righteous actions and they perform the righteous actions with their limbs. hence here now what we understand, first and foremost, the ayah, the ayah or these ayats 
בשל אימן, העדפה ספר אימן. השייח זייד, רחמו אללה, הימש את אימן, ונדסקס את אימן, to be that which you affirm and that which is the amal, קלבי. You affirm with your heart. נעם. And he restricts it to the affair of the heart. נעם. Not because אימן is restricted to the heart. Why? Because within the context of this ayah, Iman is the Amal Qalbi within the ayah, as well as the Amal Salihat. They come together. And no doubt, the, amal, the righteous actions are from your Iman as well. Actions upon your limbs, and that which you state upon the tongue is from your Iman as well. And so, that which is referred to as the Amal Salih, of the, the Amal Salihat here, are... Naam, are the, affair, or the affairs of the amal al-zahira, the apparent actions, the apparent righteous actions, whether it be the salah, whether it be the fasting, whether it be the zakah, whether it be the hajj, whether it be performing jihad, seeking knowledge, enjoying the good and forbidding the evil, calling to Allah, all of these actions are actions that are from the actions and the actions that adorn the people of Iman and Islam. And are the means of guidance to Allah. And no doubt that are the actions that the people do and perform upon their limbs. The third of the sifat that I mentioned within this, uh, this surah, the third of the characteristics, is a tawasi bil haq. That you call one another and enjoy one another to the haq. And Sheikh Zaidi mentions Latatim Hadi Sifa li Ahadin illa Bada and Yatlam al Haq. Fi Oda Amr il al Ilm. Yani in Wujd. Fuwa Sabu bil Hidayat al Abd. Will Hidayat a man Yaduhum li Hidatli Yahtadu bihadi Allah to Barakotara. And so you have the third characteristics, which is enjoying the good, enjoying the good to one another and calling each other to the haq. And this affair of calling each other to the haq cannot occur except that the person has knowledge. And has knowledge of the haq. You cannot call someone to the haq except you know, you know the haq to call them to it. And so the affair returns to knowledge if it is present. And knowledge itself is the means and the reason for the guidance of the servant and the guidance of the one that they call to by way of the guidance of Allah. So here Sheikh Zaid he mentions that it's a means of the guidance of the people by way of the hadith, the guidance of Allah. Alluding to the fact that no doubt guidance is of two types, as we mentioned. Guidance is of two types. You have Hidayat Tawfiq and you have Hidayat Irshad. Hidayat Tawfiq is a Hidayat which is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the guidance which is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. That Allah ta'ala is the one that truly guides and ultimately guides the person to the heart. Whilst Hidayat Irshad is the Hidayat, the guidance of the people. When you call the people to the truth and you encourage the people to be upon the truth and you advise one another about the truth. It's a Hidayat Irshad. Another way to understand it is that Hidayat Irshad is calling the people to the truth and encouraging them to be upon the Haqq. 
As for them accepting that truth, then this requires Hidayat to tawfiq As for them accepting the truth after they've been called to and invited to that truth, then this is in, this is what the person need, or this is when Allah allows or the person needs Allah Taala. This is when the person needs Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to guide them to that truth, and the guide and to guide them to accepting that truth in reality. And this affair of ma'rifat al-haq, this affair of knowing the truth, having knowledge of the truth, enters into this affair of tawasi bil-haq. And so a person that has ma'rifat of the haq, knowing the truth, is a prerequisite, is a requirement for the one that I need to call to that truth. لأنك لا يمكن أن توصي الناس بالحق إلا بعد أن تعرفه وهذا هو الواجب. Because it's not possible that you enjoy the, the truth to one another and call one another to that truth except after you have knowledge of it, after you know that truth. And so that's the wajib, that's the obligation. وتواصي الناس بالحق على درجات متفاوته بحسب تفاوتهم في معرفة الحق فهذا يوصي بالحق على سبيل الإجمال وهذا يوصي بالحق على سبيل التفصيل وهكذا كما قال فسالت أوضيتم بقدرها كل بقدر حاله بحسب استطاعته and so when it comes to this affair of enjoying that truth and calling one another to that truth it's dependent. Not everyone's going to call their people to the truth in the same way. Because the people, they have different levels. They differ from one another. They have different levels to one another. And so one individual, he may have the ability to call the people to the truth in a general sense, in a general way. Whilst others have the ability to call the people to the truth in a way which is tafsil, yeah, in detail. And so, and, this, and likewise, as Allah Ta'ala mentions, that the valleys flow by way of the, or by way of the amount that they have within them. So depending on what the person has the ability to do, and it has to be istidha'ah, and it's dependent upon his ability. وفي مقدمة الحق الذي يجب التواسي به تهيد الله تبارك وتعالى تهيده في ربوبية وفي أروهية وفي أسمائه وفي صفاته and when a person is bringing forth the truth I calling to the truth we're bringing it forth then he has to give precedence to no doubt توحيد of Allah that's the first thing which could have been the truth he has to give precedence to the Tawheed of Allah. That's the first thing he calls the people to. And he calls the people to Tawheed of Allah by way of his Rububiyyah, his Lordship, his Uluhiyyah, and his worship, his Asma'a wa Sifat, his names and his attributes. ثُمَّ يَأْتِي دَوْرُ فَرَائِدِ الَّتِي فَرَدَهَا اللَّهِ عَزَوَ جَلَ عَلَى الْعِبَادِ عَلَى اِخْتِلَافِ عَنْوَعِيهَا And thereafter, you have the Fara'id, the obligations that are upon the individual. Which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made an obligation upon the people. I made an obligation upon his servants. 
and no doubt these obligations they differ. They're different forms, different types. However, it's upon the people to adhere to those obligations. And the most important of them is the salah after the shahadatain. For and then that which is mentioned along along with the salah, you find it's mentioned along with the salah, many of the nusus is a zakah. And likewise, this is the case with the with the remaining of the pillars of Islam, iman and ihsan. This is what you call the people to. The bidayah, the beginning of your call is the tawheed, no doubt. Because everything is built upon tawheed. Everything is reliant upon tawheed. If a person now, for example, he perfects his salah, but it's devoid of tawheed, it's devoid of ikhlas, then the salah is not going to be accepted. Because the person has not fulfilled one of the conditions of an action to be accepted, which is ikhlas. The person must be mukhlis. And so, that's why when you look and you reflect upon the da'wah, of the Anbiya or Mursaleen. When you reflect upon the da'wah of the Prophets and Messengers, you see that their da'wah began with Tawheed. We mentioned this for a few weeks as well, I believe in our introduction a few, a few weeks back. That regardless of whatever the particular Prophet faced from trials, his da'wah did not begin with anything other than Tawheed. So, for example, you had the da'wah of Musa, alayhi salam. Musa, alayhi salam, that lived in the time of Fir'aun, a Taghut, a person that was, no doubt, an oppressive leader, an oppressive ruler upon his people, that ordered the killing of the Abna of Ben Israel, the killing of the sons of Ben Israel. He ordered, no doubt, the harm to be brought to bring Israel in, in general as well. And he called himself or called upon himself and claimed for himself a Rububiyah. Musa salam did not begin his da'wah discussing Fir'aun as a ruler and the mannerism of his rule of his rulership. Or discussing Fir'aun by way of his dhul upon the creation. Rather, his da'wah was to Tawheed first and foremost. Because, no doubt, the Islah, if you want to rectify something, then you must rectify your relationship with the one that has authority over all affairs. And that's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you're not able to rectify your relationship with Allah ta'ala, then how are you expected to rectify anything that occurs which Allah ta'ala controls? Likewise, you look at the seal of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and how his da'wah began with Tawheed when he was in Mecca. And he faced the harm of the people of Quraysh. And it's mentioned, no doubt, that if, if he wished or wished for his nabuwa, for it to be something which is to gain position, or to gain recognition, then he would have left the call, they left the call to Tawheed, left that call, when he was offered position, 
and offered leadership by the Quraysh. Because all they wanted him to do was to, to, was to desist. Sorry, Salah. They wanted him to desist and stop calling the people to Tawheed. Forcing the companions yani, into the state of hardship. Forcing them to make hijrah to Habasha on two occasions. And thereafter, they're making hijrah to Al Medina. When you reflect upon these, the reality of the seerah of the Messenger of Allah, and the stories of the prophets that came before him, you, re- you reflect and you, and you recognize that their da'wah began with Tawheed, irrespective of whatever harms that they faced, irrespective of any, any personal harms that they faced. Because the da'wah was not about personalities. The da'wah was not about personal vendettas. The da'wah was not about seeking something from the dunya. Rather, the da'wah was to establish tawheed amongst their people, whoever they may be. And so, no doubt, this is why the da'wah must begin with tawheed. You must rectify the affair and your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before you can rectify anything else. And no doubt the, the seal of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, is something which is a clear indication of that. He was in Mecca for 13 years calling the people to Tawheed. Continuously calling the people to Tawheed. When he sent people to lands, he called them to lands, called them to Tawheed. Told them to call them to Tawheed. And he did not seek by way of that Yani position, <clears throat> but because of his call, alayhi salatu salam, and because of that which he was upon from Haq, Allah Taala gave it to him anyway. But we are fatah in Makkah, in the eighth year of Hijrah. In the eighth year of the Hijrah, he gave that to him anyway. Allah Taala bestowed that he had the control over Makkah at that point. After all those years of calling. And so it's a must that the person remains mukhlis and that he remains in the affair of da'wah upon the manhaj of the anbiya and upon the methodology of the prophets and messengers. And so that's now. The da'wah begins with tawheed. Thereafter, if you accept tawheed, then they, the call will be to the salah and the other actions of, of the obligation. This is how the da'wah begins. And hence why if we make it even more, um, if we discuss it in a more uh, relative matter, I guess, relative manner, should I say. This is why we wanted to establish our lessons here with lessons about Tawheed first. And our Durus here upon Tawheed. And then maybe we go on to do, into Durus discussing the Salah. This is obligation as well. And discussing all of these other affairs. But we have to, we have to seek to strengthen our aqidah before anything else. Strengthen our aqidah and our manhaj before anything else. Allah Ta'ala knows best. So now, that's the third characteristic. The fourth characteristic is a sabr bijimi anwai. The fourth characteristic is that the person has sabr. He has patience in all forms of patience. And from them, the first is a sabr ala ta'atillah. 
The person has patience upon being obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's patient in obedience to Allah. فَيَفْعَلُهَا وَيَرْجُوا ثَوَابَهَا وَيَخْشَى أَقَابَهَا الْإِقَابَةَ التَّقْصِيرِ فِيهَا So, by way of ta'a, an action of ta'a, he does it, he does his action of, of obedience, and he hopes by way of it, by the reward of Allah, and he fears the punishment by way of that. He fears the punishment by way of falling short in that affair. The next is wasabr al ma'asiyatillah. The next is that the person has patience when it comes to the disobedience. And so he seeks, no doubt, to distance himself from actual disobedience. And distance himself from the things that will bring about danger, khatr. dunya wal wal So he wants to distance himself from the thing that bring about danger for him in the dunya, the barzakh and akhirah. And distance himself from the things that have caused the destruction of previous nations. That Allah Ta'ala has destroyed previous nations for different actions of disobedience. Allah Ta'ala, or Allah Ta'ala has not destroyed previous nations except Naam, they have fell into disobedience. And from them are those that Allah Ta'ala has drowned. And from them is those which Allah Ta'ala has turned the earth upon. And from them is those that Allah Ta'ala has changed into the Khanazir and the pigs. Bring about destruction for these nations, all of them, as a result of their disobedience. All of them as a result of their disobedience. And so the person, no doubt, they must adhere to sabr. They must be patient in that regard so that they don't disobey Allah and that they remain upon obedience. So the first, as we mentioned, is that the person remains obedient in order to be steadfast upon righteous actions or remain patient to remain steadfast upon righteous actions and obedient actions. Likewise as well, they must remain patient so that they stay away from actions of disobedience and that they obey Allah, continue to obey Allah. Now, and The Shaykh goes to mention, إِذَنْ مِنَا الْوَعَى الصَّبْرِ صَبْرِ عَنَ الْمَعْسِيَةِ اللَّهِ And then from the form of sabr is the one that has sabr in relation to staying away from the disobedience of Allah. مِنْ وَقَعَ فِيهَا أَسْرَعَ إِلَى اللَّهِ بِالتَّوْبَةِ تَائِبًا صَادِقًا مُسْتَغْفِرًا And so, if the person does fall into an action of disobedience, then he hastens towards making tawbah. He hastens towards repenting with a sincere repentance, truthful, sincere repentance, seeking forgiveness of his Lord, humbly 
standing before his Lord Taala, and to follow his bad deeds with good deeds. As Allah Taala states, in al hasanati yudhibna sayyat. That indeed, the hasanat, the good deeds, remove and wipe out the evil deeds. And likewise, the statement of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَأَتْبَعْ سَيَّةَ حَسَنَةَ تَمْهُحَ And follow a bad deed with a good, for indeed, it wipes it out. Follow the bad deed with the good, for indeed, it wipes it out. The next form of patience that the person must adhere to as well, the third form, is patience upon that which Allah Ta'ala is ordained to occur by way of his wisdom upon his servants. So nothing occurs, no movement happens within the creation, no occurrence from all of the occurrences that happen or no affair from all of the affairs occur except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordained for it to occur. To occur. So it's a must have had sabr in that regard. And it's a must have had sabr when it comes to the musaib and calamities that may befall a person. Or calamities that may befall you in relation to your children. So calamities that may befall you in relation to yourself. Or your children. Or your wealth. Or anything like that which is from the sunnah. The sunnah of Allah that occurs within the creation. And if you find... <laughs> That this occurs now, that this this uh, this affair, or when you find this occurs amongst the creation, this is the reality of the Messiah, of calamities that they they will occur, and many may occur amongst people. That this individual is afflicted with poverty, uh, his calamity is poverty, and this one is an illness, and this one. He's afflicted with some form of distress. This one afflicted with fear. And these calamities do not benefit you except if you are patient through them. And so it's understood that these calamities, no doubt, they're harmful or they're, they're something which can be harmful. However, the person can make it into something of benefit if he engages with sabr in that regard. If he engages with any patience in relation to them. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, and give glad tidings to the sabirin, give glad tidings to those that are patient. And This is the encouragement upon the one as sabr. Allah Ta'ala encourages as well. Fasbir kama sabra ulil azm min al rusul. 
and have patience, just as the Ulil Azm from the from the messengers had patience. Ulil Azm, referring to the five amongst the, the messengers of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, referring to who? The Ulil Azm. You don't know? The five. Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Musa Alaihi Salam. Ibrahim. Nuh and Isa. Isa. the five. So you have Nuh, Ibrahim, Musa, Isa, and the Prophet So we encourage to engage in sabr. This is they had sabr. And the Shaykh concludes by mentioning Falabud in Taqfid al-Sabr. Al-Sabr al-Adhi yubtaga bihir wajhallah wa dar al-akhirah. So it's a must that the sabr that the person has is the sabr where the person is seeking the face of Allah and seeking the akhirah. And the murad, the intent, is not to have sabr. So it can be said, يَنِي فُلَان مِنْ أَهْلُ sabr. So it can be said that so-and-so is from the people of sabr. So that person, he seeks to be patient with the calamity so that that patience can be recognized by others. No, rather, that person should be seeking to remain patient so that he seeks the face of Allah and the reward of Allah. Because no doubt, this affair of sabr, lillah, is one of the best of ibadat. And that's pure of these of actions of ibadat. And it's a must that a person holds on to it. The must that people from Ahlul Islam and Iman Ihsan hold on to that affair of sabr. And Allah tabarak wa ta'ala knows best. And we'll conclude here, insha'Allah. Zakumla khaira. Wa barakallahu fikum. Wa sallallahu wa barak ala nabina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa sallam.